All right, let's go. It's Sunday Pour here in time for Labor Day weekend. Let's bring it in. The last holiday of the summer is here. I don't want to jinx it, but it looks like we're going to be okay this weekend after uh, Memorial Day and Fourth of July. I, I already jinxed one, so I might as well end on the same note we started the season with. And how you doing today, my man? What's going on? All right, I'm watching the uh, hottest team in baseball right now, New York Mets. <laughs> New York Mets, yeah. Going for their, I think, fifth in a row. Rallying around all the controversy. Yep. Uh, and uh, I even got a little – I worked a little college football into the rotation tonight. What did you have, a little Ohio State on? Ohio State, Minnesota. Yeah. Ohio State, too early to say they're on the ropes, but – uh, they were trailing at the half, but I think they've went ahead since. So it's a little, it's a little premature. I'm hoping to get a, uh, I'm hope, hoping to get a, you know a close game late in the fourth. Wouldn't mind a little upset here. Uh, week two of college football started. Week- nah, tear down the goalposts. Let's do it. Oh, Minnesota just went ahead. So all right, all right. Now we're talking. Answered yeah. right back in the second half. We got ourselves a ball game. They think it's a damn fight. <laughs> hey. Hey, as long as they, as long as they, uh, as long as they keep it close and exciting, I think Ohio State feels the nerves, right? I mean, that's how it always is. That, I hope so. Yeah, the more, I hope so. The more, the more it feels like a game, the more I mean, the pressure's all on them. And there's Edwin closing it out. And I had, uh, I don't want to get too much into it because nobody cares about anybody else's fucking leagues. But, yeah. Uh, we we had a very innovative day in one of my leagues today. I got a little bit of the juice back for fantasy sports. I know it came in. I was maybe maybe it was just the the wait for the start of the seasons uh, on on Monday. I was a little down, you know. We we're talking about it, but I think maybe you got a little juice back today. There was uh, we had a problem in one of my leagues where somebody had a flight. They had forgotten they had scheduled for work, and they're leaving. They're coming home on their flight, and I had to put put everything like in flux because this is the league where we have people in different time zones, different continents. People all over the fucking place. So put everything in flux. This is like maybe 10 o'clock in the morning. So we're like, well, let's just start it now. Let's just go now. Keep it going like, throughout the day. Now you could do that? You could just start it whenever? Somebody's got to be, like the commissioner has to be there, like pausing it. But basically oh. we, did, we, we did, I mean, a lot, it wasn't as smooth as I'd hoped it would be. But we did. We eventually got everybody on board. We started doing picks. I mean, it took like, I mean, I think... When we started it up, like, live at 8 o'clock tonight, I think we had been – I think we were in either the fifth or the sixth round. So, I mean, from, like, 11 a.m. till 8 o'clock, we only did, like, five or six rounds. But banged out a bunch of them, we finished a lot earlier than we ever would have if we had started at 8 as we had planned. The fucking NFL draft doesn't even take that long. I'm that sorry. is a ridiculous amount of work. For who is your commissioner? He deserves a gold fucking star for that one. Uh, well, There's yeah, no I guess way I would have done that for people. You forgot you had a flight. Tough shit. <laughs> well, well, no, because then if he can't do it, and then I ah, just put everything in flux. We had to, uh, got to make it work. We 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 constantly accommodate for people on different time zones and shit. Um, and that was you know that was the best way to handle it. I think what my idea came out of this was that like the winner of a league should be able to call the start of a draft. If you have a draft that's online, if it's not going to be live, the winner of a league should be able to call the start of a draft anytime he wants from like August 15th or August 20th until opening night. So he wants to start like 4 a.m. Uh, on a Tuesday. 
fucking just send the text for starting in three minutes. Everybody's got to go. Just start. That's an interesting idea. So anytime, anytime he wants to start, just you got to give like a five-minute warning. Five minutes, yeah. Yeah. I don't mind that. If you're doing an online draft, that adds a little juice to, uh, to having to sit there in front of a screen for like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I really, don't hate that. No, the only problem—I mean, the only problem was that we couldn't do like live, live because uh, not everybody could just sit down for the computer and do the draft at that time. Because again, like it was eleven o'clock here, and it was eight o'clock in the West Coast, and it was, you know, uh, you know, in the afternoon in uh, London. So it's like, you know, for today, it it just we just kind of kept it going. Like I said, pause the draft. We did the picks like on WhatsApp. And uh, one like that. It was it. It was a mess. It was a disaster. It was crazy, but it was uh, went went pretty smoothly. Well, I give you guys credit for keeping the league together. It does seem like a lot of work for you know different time zones and different countries and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What um, you can't like set aside like a Saturday or something for a couple hours where everyone could do it. Um. No, because people are busy on the weekends. People have kids and shit on the weekends and sports and it's just we we do the everyone's same, just too busy. We just do the same thing that we do like with our league. It's like here's the dates. One of you guys, you know, who's who? What dates aren't you available? And you narrow it down. And then, like I said, this this time around, somebody's kind of fucked up and uh, honest mistake. And uh, big mistake letting people know the day of the draft. Big mistake, but you know, he's a lifetime member, and uh, we accommodated. It's not, it's not, it's not our our uh, two time or three time guest, is it? Is it him? It is. Yeah, it is. Yes, it was. Uh, it was brother boatload. Uh, I'm not getting, not get letting him off the hook. That's a, that's a, that's a big time mistake. <laughs> also, you got to know when the draft is. Got to know when the draft. Is. Well, he knows. He knows. But also, in his defense, he has like a long time war with. Everybody in the league. So this may, might have been his way to kind of make things even again. Might have been his strategy. He may, yeah, he may have done this. Uh, this may have been a spite, spite move. But you know what? Now I'm mentioning it, it was. I think I had said like joking, like we should start now. And then I, then I think like a few minutes later, he kind of doubled down. Was like, yeah, let's just. I'll do it live now. So I get. I was giving him credit the whole day because I was, you know, if, if it it all burned down, I could blame him, but. It was, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was fun to do it, man. It was, there's, you know, a pick every hour, basically. Like, I went to lunch with my friend who lives in Stanford now, and he, we're both in the league, and uh, there's no picks the entire time we were at lunch. <laughs> so we went to get tacos and margaritas, and not one pick was, was made in the time we were together. Yeah. I, yeah all right. I mean. Interesting. I, I, I give you credit, but it's uh, it's not for me. That's that sounds awful. Yeah, if you're the commissioner, yeah. Oh, commissioner! There's no way I'm doing that if I'm commissioner. But I, it was pretty easy. I mean, like you just kind of keep track, and there was no time limit on picks. So, like, yeah, exactly, you have all time. You have all kinds of time to think about it. You shouldn't have that much time. Well, yeah, but I'm, but it was the ones you got to think about the late round ones. Like the early round ones are easy. Like you should know who you picking. Like the first. Four or five rounds. It should be easy. People still panic, though. A couple of running backs, a couple of receivers, a quarterback. Yeah. The ones you got, and we then we you know two minute two minute drills at the end for uh, 
last few rounds and we're good to go. All right. You guys should do it like that every year then. I think it was very luxurious. That's what you kept calling it. It was a luxury draft because it was just very luxurious. Just kind of taking our time, pampering ourselves with our picks. Yeah. All right. Well, you enjoyed it. As long as you enjoyed it. Thanks, to me, it sounds To me, it sounds terrible. You got you to gotta spice things up a little bit. I, I guess. Day-long draft. I mean, that sounds <laughs> fucking tedious. I mean, now this group. This group just rips on each other the whole time. Mother effing right. everybody up and down the place. All right. Well, we'll try and get ours uh, done in a nice crisp, like, two hours tomorrow. Well, it's live. It's different. Live is uh, – you can't beat the live draft. You, no, I know. That's really, like, the, the gold standard of drafts. It's the pinnacle. It's the pinnacle of drafts, of course. Yeah. Do you like the uh, destination live draft? Like, would you go to Vegas for a, for a league or AC? Or New Orleans. Well, we're we're trying for our 20th anniversary in my league. We're trying to go to Vegas. You like that? Yeah, I mean, I would do it. I don't know if we're going to get the whole league there, but I mean, I would do it. Just as a 20th I mean, anniversary, it's pretty good. 20th anniversary, yeah, it, it would be nice. I mean, we've never even been able to get people together in the state of Connecticut to do it, so I don't know if Vegas <laughs> is actually attainable. But uh, it's been it's been floated out there. Like, it's not you know leading the charge. It's not it's not this year, right? No, this year is number eighteen. Okay, so you got <laughs> two years. Just <laughs> the making. Two years to plan it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be against it. I don't know what I don't know exactly. I'm sure they have like sports bars out there that will accommodate you. You know, Emerald has like a little sports book inside the Venetian. Don't don't give Emerald the time up. of day. Don't give Emerald the time of day. Fucking goofball. You're not you're not an Emerald guy. Nah, he's a goofball. I don't like him. Went to his went to his steakhouse down in New Orleans. It was excellent. Nah, fuck Emerald. All right, fucking dork. Bam. Exactly. Got the hammer on. Fucking him. <laughs> fucking chef. Go cook. I don't want to hear your catchphrases. Not a Mario Batali guy either. I liked Batali. Well, he didn't have a catchphrase though. He just had the shoes. He had the Crocs, but he had a TV show. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like the shoe thing. Well, Crocs. I mean, how can you take anyone seriously in Crocs? <laughs> I got mad the other day. I was in line at the grocery store, and the guy in front of me had flip flops on, and I was just mad that he was in front of me. It's. I mean, I I, I won't get over that. Can't and I had one, and I had one thing, and like he kind of beat me to line. And he had like ten things, so then I held that against him. Did he see it with the one thing? I don't know if he saw me. He seemed like he was in his own world. Because I, I was thinking like normally I would let the person with one thing go in front of me. Mm-hmm. But I, I actually gave him the, I gave him the benefit of the doubt for not seeing me. But then the flip flops thing flipped me the other way, and I was back to like fuck this guy. You gotta know your surroundings, man. You gotta be alert. What's going on around you? Yeah, the guy had like three packages of grapes too. It's like, what the fuck is this guy? Three packages? Maybe he's making aggressive. He's making wine. <laughs> There's a lot of grapes. <laughs> took, took, took me by surprise. That's the problem, man. I just I observed too much. I wish what, I could just have my head in the clouds. Was it all um all like red grapes or green grapes? All or? red. All, all red. red. 
I don't know. What's the what's the big biggest health benefit of grapes? They have like a certain vitamin or I used to buy grapes. I should start buying grapes again. Uh what's what's what are what's the difference between a red and a green? Is it, oh, it's not even red, it's purple, right? It's purple or red? I mean, I don't I think they're called red, but they look purple. Maroon, maybe uh burgundy color. Which <laughs> which ones are better for you? I'm gonna say the green ones. It seems, it seems like green because green's always better for you. That's my motto. Yeah. Eat your greens. Uh, something about like the skin. Is the skin good for you on a grape? I don't know. Skin's tricky because there's like all the pesticides and shit. All, the, all fruit skin is, pick, is uh, tricky. Oh, there we go. It's football season. <laughs> got the ESPN alert. Uh, so red was an, grapes. It was an NHL update. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't get those. Uh, it looks like red grapes tend to have a sweeter flavor. All right. The pulp is sweet and juicy, although the skin can be harder than a green, than a green grape variety. It's not really what I was looking for, but. Nothing about all, ty- all types of all types of grapes are healthy, I guess. They're uh, um, the red grape. Oh, maybe it looks like the red grapes might be healthier. Red grapes and Concord grapes are higher in fle- ooh, ooh, I don't know if I'm able to pronounce this shit. Flavon- flavonoids, flavonoids, oh, well, and phytonutrients. All right. How important could that shit be? I can't pronounce it. Right, that's kind of a it's kind of a double edged sword because like the stuff that's really good for you you can't pronounce. That's what, but sometimes the stuff that's really bad for you, you can't pronounce either. Oh, this is we have a, a new development. Apparently, black grapes may be healthier than both. Hell, are, and then there's one of those berries. <laughs> what are black grapes? I don't know, but the health benefits of black grapes have been studied extensively. The chemicals they contain give you healthier hair and skin. Improve your heart health and even protect your cells against cancer. So there you go. Let's work black grapes into the rotation. I mean, go to Stop and Shop and ask when they have where the black grapes are. Find see what they tell you. You got to go around back, make a deal in the alley for the black grapes. The black grapes. I want them for my skin and my hair. And yeah, can- I'll take a, I'll take a QP and the cancer black grapes. <laughs> Aren't carrots good for your skin, or is that uh, your eyesight? That's eyesight, but that's all bullshit. Probably. I do I, like carrot. I eat carrots, but... I like a carrot a day when I was a kid, and my eyesight is for shit. I feel like carrots are good for your skin, too, though. I mean, my skin's okay. So maybe there I'll, you go. Maybe that's the carrot a day. That was the trade-off right there. Right. You only get, equally, like, it, it, level, it leveled out. You only get one, yeah. You only get one. Yeah. Let's not be carrot selfish. can only do so much work. Let's not be selfish here. That's my fault for expecting too much of the carrot. You should have worked the second carrot in. So you used to force a carrot down just for your eyesight? No, I just like carrots. I was like, before dinner, like, or at dinner, I always had a carrot. Like, my mother was like, put them in the, in the, um, in the salad, and she would just cut me up a carrot. Or like, give me a carrot, like Bugs Bunny. All right. All right. Instead of like, what's up, chicken. Doc? I mean, instead of like potato chips or, uh, you know, cupcakes. Healthy alternative. 
Yeah. Was it like the like the actual carrot bugs bunny you see? Was it a long one like that? Yeah, they, they, you cut like the stem off though, so it wasn't like dangling. But yeah, absolutely. Yep. Did you like overdo it on carrots when you were younger? Now, like you're like, I can't even. No, I still like carrots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even though sometimes <laughs> you oh, yeah, sometimes you overdo it with something. It's like I can't look at you know, like a a boo, like a Jaegermeister or something. No, 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 no problem with the carrots. Like, even though I do hold the grudge for not helping me out with the ice thing. Well, again, you can't have everything. Yeah. I you got the admire, skin. Yeah, I'll admire my skin from here on out, I guess. Yeah. What else? What there's gotta be I like the tweak to the league. Like we have a good punishment in our league. Do you have any other punishments in your leagues? No, I don't have a punishment in my league. No, no. Oh, you have one other league, yeah. Yeah, one have, other one. Yeah. There's another one where you're in last place. You pay like an extra fee, and then uh, ours where you buy the keg. I like the one. I like the wrinkle where the the winner gets like a little extra something from the loser. No, no. Like I said, like the call, like calling draft like five minute notice is a crazy idea, and yeah. it would never it would never work. But I do, would, I, no. but, it, but it's a but it's a cool idea. You know, if you could actually pull it off, um, I would want like what like some sort of league power, like something like that, like whatever. You know, we're we gonna do another fifty bucks. We're gonna do it with another, you know, eight, twelve pack. Like we, it's you know, that's all that's all well and good. But uh, it's going to be something. Implement some sort of new rule. Tweak the keeper rule in your face. I don't know. So you could pick, pick, pick a, uh, a cameo? <laughs> yeah, you could work. We have talked about working cameo into fantasy football. Um. Gotta be something. I don't know. Something like an extra extra year to keep your guy. Free bet oh, contract. Oh, how about that? So like the fee, there would be like an extra fee that goes to the winner, maybe like 10 bucks a person, but it's not okay. cash. It's like it's a bet. So let's say it's 10 or 20 bucks a person. And yeah. And it's all gotta be put down as a bet. You're not getting the cash. It has to be put in as a bet. It's gotta be put in as a bet, yeah. Maybe maybe a Super Bowl bet. Maybe on heads, like something like that. It's like twenty bucks on heads each. Twenty bucks a person on heads. And it's all their money. Whether they they lose it, it's it's gone. If they win it, it's all theirs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe 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 not. Maybe, I, maybe not. even like maybe even like a long shot parlay. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. As, yeah, you want to you don't want to just win one for one. You don't you don't want to win a hundred bucks, right? It's got to be something where you could score big. Because then, if you score big, you don't mind, you know, giving people the money back or something, if you really wanted to, and just keep right, give people their ten bucks back at least. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. It should be like a parlay or something. That well, is, you could do. You could do. You could do the. Uh, have you ever been in a league where you play the? Uh, I, I would. I see. I've never done it. So, it's. You do like a low score every week gets eliminated. Oh, and then last man standing wins something. Last man standing. Let's let's say everyone puts in an extra ten bucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So the pot would be if it's a ten team league, it's a hundred bucks. 
Yeah, so week one, the lowest score total gets eliminated. And then okay. week two, mm-hmm. lowest score total gets eliminated. If, you know, the person who's – I'm not no, explaining it well, but you know what I'm can't saying. Can't be eliminated twice, right? If you're eliminated – Can't you're be eliminated twice. Of the nine teams remaining, the right, lowest yeah, score yeah. Right. is out. Right. And then obviously in week 10, it would be decided. Right. Between two so teams winner gets – let's say winner gets 100 bucks. They have to throw that on – I guess they could throw it on whatever they want, but you're gonna you're gonna like be called a pussy if you throw it on just like a basic bet. You got to throw at least a three teamer. That's why it's got to be like if it's if it's at the end of the season, right? So if it's the winner, then it's got to be like a Super yes. Bowl bet or like a DPW bet. But I just do a Super Bowl bet. That's what it should be. Some sort of Super Bowl bet. DPW. I mean DPW. That's a pretty good idea. A four-team parlay, try and hit. Oh, all four that's games. what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. That's it. It's a that's the parlay on DPW. That's what it is. You throw in like an upset money line, try and get nuts. Yeah, who picks? Who picks? I guess it's up to the. I think the, the winner guy. has the winner has to pick the. the yeah, the, the winner. Bet. Yeah, the winner picks the bet. I mean, the league could have some input because you want to you want you want to see them win cuz you would think like if they hit big they're going to give a little bit back maybe not necessarily cash but like at least like in the in the form of a nice bottle so you're going to root for that person i think we should do away with like the last round thing we do uh-huh. now, talking like specific to our league we do a last round like you pick a player and that's your player for the year like your additional player so we, yeah i think we should eliminate that this year and implement something like this where the the winner gets that 10 bucks like the actual winner of the league or do some sort of contest like you're mentioning but it's got to be through a playoff stuff so it's, so it leads up to DPW well, I guess not well no i mean if it wraps up in week 10 it's you're you high, got 2 months to could be high high score for the season maybe high score for the regular season best regular season high, record bet Something. oh you're saying like highest highest point total in a single game Right, and that he – no, no, no. Oh, that's a good one too. No, no, I was saying highest point total for the season, like overall points. Oh, okay. So no, – I, right. I, I don't know what the answer is. I'm just throwing out, you know, ideas here. Um, it could be it could for the champion because, like I said, this, that's where the idea started. It was something extra for the champion that he, that he wins, like some, some advantage. But that's – I mean, it's perfect. We're a 10-team league. Right. So it'd just be so 100 bucks. bucks. Yeah, 10 bucks a person. So even the, even the guy's got to put his own 10 bucks in. Yes, I think that works. I, don't I, know. Think that, I think that works. Or maybe the Sacco should put the 20 in. The Sacco should cover the winner. <laughs> okay. Sacco covers, yeah, pays so an extra 10, and, the, yeah. and, the, and whoever wins this pool or whatever it is doesn't have to put in 10. Right, right, right. All right, I think that's – write that down. Well, we don't have really uh, – we, we don't really have a format yet, but we know the Sacco's paying an extra. Right. Yeah, we just play this tomorrow to draft so people know if we forget <laughs> to write it down. <laughs> yeah, whoever listens to this could get a head start on thinking of uh, what exactly the game should be. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm done with that last round thing. I mean, I'll keep doing it if everybody wants to do it, but I'm done with it. Eh, I've I never won, so. I got to keep track of it, and I've never won, so I don't want to do it. <laughs> we technically don't have to keep track of it until the final week. 
No, you're right. I don't add it up. I like giving the updates and let people know where they stand and who they're up against, that kind of shit. Yeah. All right. By so the, we got we got the, we got the we got the uh, you know we have a ballpark of what we want to do. We had to decide what the yeah we yeah game we, is. We have the uh, we have the outline of an idea. Yes. Um, but yeah, I do like have I do like incorporating. See, this gave me more juice, man. Now I'm now I'm ready for it. I just needed some time. I just needed time. Yes. Um, but I do like incorporating like little side outside bets along with the league, like somehow to do with the league. So that'll that'll do. League be, within a league. League within a league situation, yeah. Yeah. And I do and it'd be cool to have everybody kind of pulling for the same four teams DPW. Except when they now the team loses on the first team loses on Saturday, that would suck. Right. So I mean, the the, the other uh, the other people in the league will have will be able to put input on the bet, but the the winner is the one who makes the final call on the bet. Yeah, yeah. And I know some some of uh, the league members. If it were them, they would go to certain people for advice. You for advice. Even if you haven't seen, they'll just listen. They'll just listen to the show. Yeah, that's it. And and the rule should be you have to incorporate all four games. Oh, I thought, I thought it was just got a yeah. It should be yeah four team. I thought it'd be straight four team parlay. No, right. That's that's what. But I'm well. You could do like money lines though. You could do spreads. Like it, okay. I don't. I'm not gonna be a stickler there. But I think all four games have to be involved. Okay, so you could do. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I agree. I thousand percent agree. That's what it's got to be. Do we allow people to do over-unders? I mean, I'll let people do over-unders. I'm just not a big over-under guy. I prefer rooting for a, for a side. Yeah, no, it's got to be money line or spread, I think. Okay, money line or spread teams. Got it. Yeah. No, pay oh, me. Well, I don't know. Would Here it comes pay, Ohio State. Would it, I don't know. Would payouts make a difference? That's what it, that's what it all comes down to. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you find like an underdog, an underdog that you like, then the payout's going to be bigger. Like a four to one, if you just bet straight minus one ten, four team parlay, I'm pretty sure it pays out ten to one. So nice. you turn your hundred into a G right that's there. Nice, yeah, perfect, beautiful. Now you start throwing like a plus two sixty money line, then you're then you're you know looking. At a nice bigger, a nice bigger payday. Right. Yeah. If you but if you're just betting straight minus one ten, which I guess an over under is technically minus one ten too, but it's just not as fun to root for. Mm. But if you're just betting a side, then it should be. I'm pretty sure it's four to one because a, a three team parlay is six to one. So I'm pretty sure four team is ten to one. So I mean, there, you, you turn your hundred into a thousand, and it's a free hundred bucks. You don't put up any of it. I mean, if you wanted to get, yeah, that's the best part about it. But if you wanted to get like nuts, you would say you got to do one game money line, one game um, spread, yeah, one, that- game, <laughs> one game over under, and one game, I don't know. I don't know what. Wild card. Yeah, one game. Dealer, dealer's card. choice. Dealer's choice, yep. I think it should just be four, however you want to bet it, four, four games. That's fine. Yeah, we won't do, do too much of a gimmick. I like it. I, it's, I, this is all on the spot. I had, nothing, I, had not, I had none of this in my mind before we started this. No, no, not me. <laughs> no, I just had the. I just, I just like I said, I just had the idea of like uh, doing. So, I don't know, doing something extra. So that's. I think. I think that's a winner, to be honest with you. 
Right. Now we just have to decide pre-draft. I guess that's, it doesn't have to be pre-draft depending on what it is, but we have to decide how we, you know, what, what exactly the rules are going to be. Yeah. We'll have a meeting before. Absolutely. So what are the, let's, let's give like the options right now. We have high score, highest score for a season. Best regular season record. Okay. Best regular season record. Highest mm-hmm. score for a single game. Yeah. Highest single game score. Yeah. Um, champion. Champ. Chicken scratch. Um, highest score single game, highest score season, best regular season record, champion. Then we have the hot the uh, the high score pool or the low low score pool. All right, that's like five options, I guess. In one of my leagues, we do do. Um... Like there's a payout each week for highest score. So if you have like three weeks high score, you get a little extra. I mean, we have one week, you get a little extra. Or pay or pay a little extra. Or pay a little less, I mean, on your dues basically. Oh, okay. So you do you we yeah, that's kind of cool. All right. That works. Yeah. All right, there we go. We got a little uh little side action now. Actually, yeah, I like it. I like it. Let's go. The juice is back, baby. The juice is back. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Body Heat? Um, it's not Kim Basinger, is it? No, nah, close. Who's in it? I don't think Kathleen I Kathleen Turner. Oh, and um, yeah. I, remember. I, I, I have not seen it. I know the movie, though. I hadn't seen it either. I just Richard, watched it this week. What's Hurt? Hurt? What's his name? Um, William Hurt. Yeah, William Hurt. Yes, yeah. Ned Levine is his character. <laughs> yeah, I was I was looking for something to watch, and uh, but I mean, this that's got to be Kathleen Turner's like fame. I mean, she doesn't have anything else really. It's like right. icon. It's like her iconic, like very uh, like sex symbol. Role almost like her Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct. Only Sharon Stone had a much better career, I think. She's not related to Elizabeth Turner, is she? I don't know. I feel like that's maybe. A, I feel like she's Hollywood royalty. Like maybe I know she had health issues, which is why her career kind of didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, but, a um, wait a second. She was in um, that show with. Californication. Yeah, she's in Californication. Yeah, but she was like well past her prime by by that point. She was hysterical she, on that show. Oh yeah, she was uh, using Charlie Ronkel as her boy toy. <laughs> it was great. Classic. No, she's not really. I mean, maybe she somewhere down the line, but no, she is not. She's not come from Hollywood stock. No. No. Yeah. So I read the synopsis. I had always heard about this movie just kathleen turner you know everyone just because you know early 80s sex symbol blah 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 mm-hmm. and then i read the synopsis for it and i saw there was a little bit of a crime element to it okay well like love triangle murder gone wrong i was like ah, all right 
that checks that checks a few of the boxes of what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, sex, crime, murder. Um, so I, I turn it on, not knowing really much about it, other than reading the little, you know, synopsis of what it's about. And uh, there's two iconic actors, at least iconic in my eyes. But I think they should be considered iconic, but, you know, for, for a couple of different reasons. Two iconic actors have supporting roles in this movie. I think I, I, think I know who they are, but I can't. I, I, I saw something about this movie recently. I, I can't place who they are. It's not like Joe. It's not like Joey Pants, is it? No, no. no more, even, I'd say more iconic than Joey Pants, as much as I like Joey Pants. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> no, I, I'd even say I like Stanley Tucci too, but I'd say more iconic than that. Yeah, I was just trying. Um, I was trying to go off what I my vague memories of this whatever I like a something at TCM about it. Oh, it was on. Wow, made it to TCM. Okay, yeah. I, I I didn't know how like highly regarded this movie was. It's like. It's kind of like, I guess, in the same boat as Basic Instinct. That's like that neo-noir crime mm-hmm. element. Mm-hmm. Takes place in South Florida, which is where it gets the, 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 you know, the term body heat. Everyone's always sweating and shit, heat waves. Um, so he has, so William, uh, her character, Ned Levine, is a lawyer. He's like a shyster lawyer, kind of like a, I don't want to say a, a a loser, but like not a great attorney, I would say. And, uh, you know, he gets involved with this broad who's crazy, Kathleen Turner. Um, but anyways, he has, he has a, he has, uh, like his buddy, right. Another fellow attorney, best friend. He's there for like comic relief played by Ted Danson. Oh wow, jeez! I do not remember. I did not ring a bell at all. All right, Ted Danson. Yeah, very strange. Very strange seeing Ted Danson before he. Uh, I mean, before he was Ted Danson. I think it was like his. I looked it up. It was maybe his second or third movie role ever. That's funny. And he's not. I mean, no, he's TV royalty more than he is. He's not really a movie star. Right. You know, chairs, right. Becker, but still. But three men. To me, iconic. And three men and a baby. Let's not. True. Let's true. <laughs> true. So I mean, Danson is incredible, and it's it's great seeing him like before he was anybody like playing a supporting role, mm-hmm. and he's there. I mean, it's it's kind of a dark movie. What's going on? You know what? You know, it's, like I said, crime going wrong. This guy is kind of spiraling out of control, and Danson is just like cracking jokes the whole time. <laughs> like he he's I mean he's comic relief, but he's just he's great at it. He nails it. All right. Yeah, net, uh, crushes it. <laughs> um and then so so then uh before this i won't give too much away for people who want to see the movie but it's funny it's 40 years old but i just saw it for the first time so this, so like i said ned levine he goes uh before he commits the crime that he's about to commit he goes and consults one of his ex-clients okay. like probably like they don't really get into his backstory at all but he's like some ex like scumbag who he helped. I don't know if he, you know, got him a lighter sentence or, you know, made sure he didn't do as much, you know, do as much time. I, I don't know exactly. They don't really get too much into it, but they make it known that he's an ex client. Okay. This guy played by Mickey Rourke. Ah, oh, I didn't know that was yeah the Mick. I remember. Okay. 
Madison. I should have known that because I know Mickey Rourke's filmography pr- pretty pretty well. I'm pretty oh, tight man. usually, but I did not know. Uh, and again, Mickey Rourke before he's Mickey Rourke. This is a year before Diner. This is before Pulp Fiction. This is before he had his run in the '80s, because that's when his run was. You know, '80s maybe a little early '90s. Um, but he had, he hadn't been a, in a starring role. I mean, Diner was probably his biggest break to that point. In this in this movie, he's in for. I mean, he doesn't show up until well into an hour into the movie. Is he ever on a screen with Kathleen Turner? No. No, he just, he just meets with uh, William Hurt. No, he has like an off-screen something with Kathleen Turner where he meets her or something. But um, no, he just meets with Hurt like twice, I think. That's it. He's, he's in the movie for, I would say, if it's, if it's 10 minutes, 15 at the most, probably less than that, though. Probably more like 10. Okay. Two scenes, basically. A good ten, though. A good ten. I'd say a good ten, uh, but yeah, it was it was very strange seeing guys like Danson and uh, Rourke play like supporting roles to people who, like, no disrespect to like Kathleen Turner and William Hurt, but I mean they're not the, they're they're not you know on the level at least fame wise as like those other two guys. And it was strange seeing them kind of take a back seat to. And could you name something else William Hurt was in? Oh, he's in a yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. Well, he's first. He's in like all the Marvel movies. He plays like a senator. Oh, um, that's all right. That doesn't really count. That's what you're looking for. He's in. Um, <laughs> uh, I could. I could. He, I could. He was in the movie Lost in Space. He's not in. He's not in Sounds of the Lambs. I don't think so. I think you're thinking of uh, his character Ned Levine. I think is that the actor's name who plays Buffalo Bill. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, shit, I know he's in a lot of shit. Uh, what's? I mean, it's a it's a popular name. It's just I was look I I was looking at his at his uh, body of work before. I not too much jumped out. What do I know him from, though? I might know him from series. like when I saw him when I saw him on screen in Body Heat. I, I, I he didn't look familiar at all. And then I Google to what he looks like now, and he doesn't look familiar at all. So it's like, what do I? Why do I know the name? But I haven't seen this guy anything. <laughs> I think I'm, I might know him from Syriana. I never saw that one. Is that Clooney? It's like a history of violence. Who's in that one? We've talked about that before. Yes. Yeah, okay. There's Damon and Clooney. Um, oh, and you probably you know the guy who played who plays Kathleen Turner's husband in it. It's uh, Richard Crenna, who is uh, he's uh, you just you know the face. He's the uh, the, the general in Rambo. He's nah. uh, he's in Hot Shots. He's in the comedy Hot Shots. If you Google the guy, you know him. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what else he's in. <laughs> I can, yeah. I'm not good with the Rambo movies. I don't know them that well. I know that I only know the first one. Richard Crenna. He died almost 20 years ago, but he was in a he was in a McQueen movie, Sand Pebbles. He's in the Flamingo Kid. 
Yeah, he's got he's got one of those that guy faces where I don't know. He kind of looks familiar, but I don't know. Yeah, he's never like a leading man. He's just he's just there. Yeah, he's a that guy. He's a that guy. Well. Oh, and the and the great part is the guy drinks Schaefer in it too. Which you don't see too many movies. No, not him. William Hurt? William Hurt and uh, I think Dancing maybe too. A couple of scenes of a couple where they're at a bar drinking Schaefer. It's almost like a diner slash bar in the middle of the day, lunch break sort of thing. And then there's a scene in the guy's apartment or house. They just keep Schaefer in the house, which is a nice touch. Drinking the diner, man. That's uh, I saw someone with a beer last, I want to go, Saturday for lunch. So somebody, yeah. had, somebody had a bottle of beer at the diner. It's really not something that you see all the time. But I really respect it when I when I see it. Yeah, I can't say I've ordered booze too often at a diner. It's, it's uh, I don't know. It's not something I not something I often think about. Well, we did order drinks at a diner in New Jersey one time. Oh yeah, I had to in that spot. Um, Remember what you got? A Singapore sling. I remember. Do you remember what I got? A rusty nail. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just, I just liked the name. I think I had no idea what was in it. I think it's Drambuoy. I'm not sure that the people that made it knew what was in it. So I think it's it fair. Like they didn't know. I think it's fair to give give another chance. What is in a rusty nail? Is it is it Drambuoy? It's Drambuoy and Scotch, oh. which is such an odd. Like I'm not a big. I used to like scotch a little bit, but I'm not a big scotch drinker. But I could do scotch. Like I could do a scotch if I had yeah. to. But drambuoy just does not seem like it goes with scotch. I might. I might have to bring the. Then again, the, rusty nail. I mean, who the fuck likes a rusty nail? It's kind of an odd name for a drink. Get you get you know you step on a rusty nail, you get a fucking tetanus shot. I don't know. I, I I think it has some appeal to it. <laughs> the name? Lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of like a tough guy. I have a rusty nail. That's what I'm saying. It it sounds it sounds cool, but when you really think about what a rusty nail is. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that it has that uh, that affiliation. Yeah, the Drambuoy just threw me off. I was like, oh, boy. What does Drambuoy taste like? I'm, I, I can't. Drambuoy is like um, I would almost compare it. It's not like this, but I would almost put it in the same class or this the same uh, category as like Kahlua. It's like it's like sweet, like thick. Hmm. There was a guy you know, the old dive bar used to hang out at Rib House. Yeah, he drank Drambuoy. His, his nickname was Drambuoy John. <laughs> Guy used to just drink Drambuoy. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck drinks Drambuoy? Wait, was it Drambuoy? I mean, I respect, I respect it, man, because like you're drinking something that literally no one else drinks. Is it? Was he drinking on the rocks or straight up? I would guess rocks. Definitely. Oh, definitely. I would say definitely rocks. It's like so, a, you know, it's like a, it's a cordial, like a buka kalu. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can compare exactly. What it take? I might have been like my one and only introduction to Drambuoy. Uh, I can I can Google it. It's 
Okay, so it's made from Scotch whiskey. It says, a liqueur made from Scotch whiskey, heather, honey, herbs, and spices. Okay. The potent blend of Scotch whiskey and Jambouille was a favorite of the Rat Pack back in the 60s, giving them the Dutch courage they needed for their outrageous exploits whilst ensuring they kept their air of suaveness and sophistication, which we know has been... Mm. Which you know has been, uh, you know, maybe a little overstated. The strength of the cocktail right. only added to their cool facade. Not really facade, they were cool. Proving that they had a great handle on life. When Sinatra and friends were famous, what they drank was, a, was of extreme importance to their fans. So who created the drink enjoyed by the coolest boys in swing? Uh, the actual... And if, so maybe they, were, maybe they drank Z- Drambuie as almost like... Because uh, it's a little bit lighter than uh, like a whiskey, like a Jack Daniels or a well, bourbon. Oh, no. They, this is saying they drank the Rusty Nail, the blend of whiskey and scotch whiskey. And oh. Oh, wow. Well, maybe I'll have to give my own version of a Rusty Nail a shot. Maybe it was just the diner that fucked it up. It's very possible. Because it was not good. It was, it was not good. I don't think mine was very good either. But I guess what happens when you ask like a Saturday or Friday afternoon waitress to make it two random drinks off the menu that they oh yeah made. There we was got, no bartender. It was definitely the person waiting on us. That uh, we made got the drinks. We got exactly what we deserved. Why they had? See, they had it specifically on the menu though. That's on them. Not you don't see too many diners like like the diner I grew up going to definitely does not have a cocktail menu. I might get a bear list. Might have to bring some Drambuie to the draft tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. It might be there for the next five drafts. <laughs> Unless Drambuie John shows up. Yeah, Drambuie John shows up. You got a party. Um, you know, I'm pretty time, sure it's thick. When was the last time you saw him, Drambuie John? I mean, did, he have, did he have his own seat at the bar, same seat every time? Same corner, at least. He was like, okay. you know, Friday night guy. Yep. Drambuie John. Yeah, he was a he was a regular. Most people, most people in that place were, but yeah, same corner of the bar. Uh, yeah, that's all I really knew about him. Uh, all right, so uh, uh, there are a few stories to where the name came from. Now, when I think of it. I think the first when I think of rusty nail and a drink, I think like it feels like nails going down. Um, the so most it shouldn't pop- be smooth. <laughs> That's my guess. But yeah, maybe it was just that day at the diner. But yeah. uh, saying that it's originally it was stirred with a rusty nail. <laughs> okay. And others insist the name came from the rusty nails that held the cases of Drambuie together. Huh. I don't know. All right. And yeah, it says uh, people use it. it. Says people. Some people use it as a mixer. Yeah, with like ginger ale or club soda, a little ice. And it's basically like double the double the scotch to the drambuie. That's your drink. All right. There you go. You never know what we're gonna get on this show. A fucking history lesson in drambuie. I'm going to try it now. I'm like a piss I've never had it before. 
Yeah. I mean, I can't say I technically have, but I technically haven't because I've never had it. You got to try it straight up, straight up. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. You know what I haven't had in forever? Oh, man. See, you Google uh, shit. Like, let's see. You Google shit. You can think about that, but you Google shit like Rusty Nail, and then I clicked on The Godfather. And now, like, all these crazy drinks I've not thought about, you know, like Manhattan shows up, old-fashioned shows up, but a Rob Roy, a sidecar. Oh, old school. Yeah, those stuff I ne- never would think of. Brandy Alexander. There's a Singapore sling. Manhattan? Manhattan's on here, yep. No, I thought that's what you haven't had in a while. Was it a drink or an actual liquor? An actual a liqueur, an actual liqueur. A liqueur? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it can't be buka, right? You have buka all the time in the house. Well, was, I haven't had black zambuca in forever. Can't oh, black zambuca. Can't remember the last time I had the black buka. Well, how is black buka? Black buka is a little... Um, I'm trying to think now. Mid-sentence, I'm trying to think what I'm going to say. Was it like, is it a little less like sugary, the black zambuca? Mm. Almost, I don't want to say smoother because it's not like reg, like you know, clear Zambuca is has a bite, but I remember kind of liking the black buka. I like, yeah, I like the black. I don't know if it's like a little lighter. That's a good question. In my I think mind, it's a little touch lighter. In my mind, I feel like it's thicker, but you, then when you said that, that kind of rang a bell. Like when I was thinking about it, I thought maybe thicker, but. I think you're. I think you're onto something there. That's because it looks like like it's darker. I think like motor oil. You think it is, but I don't think it is. All right, there you go. Let's go to the liquor store tomorrow. Get your ambulian black buka. Yeah, you have to dust them off. I don't know if there's too many people who are buying that <laughs> these days. How many people are buying regular zambuca? I think that's a. Think that's a top. I mean, what's the average age of the person buying Zambuca? You know, we, we bring it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Say like 58. It's <laughs> probably about right. Yeah. You take us out of there, it's like 64. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, yeah. See, I don't even have any Zambuca in the house. I do have to go get some Zambuca. Uh, so you're raising the age now. I know. I haven't made it. That's why I'm used to making it. And then I yeah. ran out and I was like, oh, I'll make it. I haven't made it. So. Oh yeah. I gotta, I get, gotta get back out there. I do have some extracts someplace, somewhere. Who knows? Who All thing. right. Well, we gotta, we gotta make it. Uh, you know, we have, what's, what's the window to make Sambuca? Like Thanksgiving to new year's. You should really do it before Christmas. I would say Thanksgiving to Christmas. That's, that's I'd a good window. You, I'd even give you after Halloween, November, November, December. So all of November, you get. I think so. Yeah, you get the right morning to do it. Just you know. Yeah, it is a good morning. Nice Saturday morning. Yep. Sunday morning. All right. Nice. We'll have to do that. There you go. All right. Uh, all right, Drambuie on the list. Wonder what Drambuie John. How much older was Drambuie John than you guys? Oh, he was. I mean, back then I'd say fifties, which now puts him probably late sixties. Yep, seventy. Much older. Twi- I mean, double our age back. Oh no, even more than double our age back then. 
older. I mean, he's drinking Durant Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just wanted to get the feel for it. I want to get the, you know, the, the truth. I don't want to assume anything. One and only guy I've ever known to drink Durant Bowie, man. One day, one of these days, I'll find another. Okay. Made in Glasgow. All right. Yeah. There's not much more. Not much more to talk about the Drambui. I'm trying. I was trying to see if there's anything interesting. Um, and it's history, but it's just yeah, I can I can remember many nights with uh, Drambui John end of the bar hanging out with one more Mike, who I've seen recently. Yeah, I think you may have met this guy one time. Yankee game. Okay. <laughs> he, he used to do the HVAC work at the Rib House. And okay. I think uh, I think he would do it all for nothing, but he would get a free bar tab out of it, oh. which he would take full advantage of. That's not nothing. Yeah, yeah, far from. And uh, oh, he he was he was known as one more Mike because <laughs> it would it would it would be at least. I mean, when he when he was at, when you know when he'd have one foot out the door, it was at least six or seven one mores. That's great. <laughs> one, one more Mike. That's great. Miller Lite was it? Miller Lite and uh, he used to do shots of blackberry brandy. Oh, yeah, love brandy. That was that chilled or no? It's just straight, straight. I I did. I used to do it with him just because if he was buying, like I didn't want to like call my shot. Like yeah, whatever you're having. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, black grape brandy is like, I don't know. I would equate it to like medicine. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> That's what it sounds like. It tastes like uh, someone else is buying. Fuck it. Let's do another. <laughs> man. One more Mike and Drambui John. We don't have nicknames like that at all, man. No. It's classic. Dive bar guys, man. Yeah. Yep. You got to be a regular at a bar, at a dive bar, same bartender, you know, yep. hooking you up, free drink. You don't get that anywhere. Now they're measuring shit. You know, you go to a bar and they got to measure out the, the one and a half ounce. That's, yeah, it's you, know, you don't get, you don't get the regular clientele like that. It's no, just it's a different no world, you know? No and there's bars like that that still exist. I mean, there are, you know, it's not as many, but there's still bars and it's, you know, guys and, uh, I was just in a bar. I was just in a bar um, on Saturday, like this Irish place. My uh, buddy's girlfriend was bartending. So I, I think I mentioned it last show. I drank Paps on tap. Did oh. I mention that? No, you did not. Oh, no. it was on my list, at least mentally. I guess I didn't get around to it. Oh, <laughs> Paps on tap is fucking delicious my mouth is watering yeah it sounds and yeah like we went to a brewery afterwards and i was like paying fucking triple for a beer i didn't even really want they like, should have stayed at the other place man i was drinking like three dollar paps that's amazing yeah <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Fucked up. <laughs> but anyways like this place irish place like i said it, you know it's kind of like the patio because you know you got to be uh you got to be friendly to the times of what's going on right now so they got like the patio out there but still, in, like we were inside, and uh, it, which is it's pretty di- pretty divey in there, even though it's kind of a restaurant too. Mm-hmm. And it's two o'clock on a Saturday, and there's one guy uh, at the end of the bar, probably like sixty years old, Budweiser bottle. Not sure if he was doing a shot. He was on the other end of the bar, 
but by himself. Budweiser bought, definitely had had a few. There was a mention made to that. Not that he was like out of control, but like, all right, you know, all right, one of those. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you don't that's what you don't see as much nowadays. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know where the dive bar is in my in my town now. I've been to one been to one bar and I went in like I was uh going to pick up dinner and I I, I was early so I went to the bar nearby. Yeah. Well planned trip by me. Yeah. Uh, so I ordered a beer and a shot. It's a wine bar, I ordered a beer and a shot. And they, they bought me the shot. Like, this place is all right. Like, it's, not, it's like a fancier, they try to be a fancier type place. Mm. But you buy, you buy me a shot in a place, I'm like, I see, I see that the bartender's got something going on. Right, yeah. That's, there's, there's a, the, the bartenders make the place. Now, I'm not expecting you to buy me a shot every time I go in there or anything. But if, like, I think I said something like, oh, I need this. I can need a beer, man. And I was like, you know what? Give me a give me a jack don't give me jack shot mm-hmm. and end up giving me like a just straight up like uh just a jack neat basically and uh i don't know if it's because i said like made reference to, like the end of the week or whatever and i think it was just like and that was it i was just going in there for one or for two yeah so one or one yeah yeah i mean that's 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 good uh that's good business. But I still need I still need like a place like that that's like a little dark inside that you can just kind of hold up as end of a bar. Like a hard hat. Like a hard hat too. Yeah, um, every town has one or two. I, I mean, they still it. exist. It's just not as many. Not as many as there was probably because, you know, younger people aren't really hanging out at those places anymore. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're not for younger people. They're for us. True. True. Well, all right. Hey, you got anything else for tonight, my man? I think that's. I think that'll do it. All right. We'll close it up, and then I'm gonna walk away for one second. But I'll come back for the poster. I gotta grab something real quick. Okay. But come back for the poster. So, uh, thank you as always to the loyal listeners for uh, spending time with us here on Sunday Pour. We'll be back next week. Have a good holiday weekend. Uh, talk to you soon, man. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Big uh, NFL preview show over unders. Uh, Until then, have a great Labor Day weekend. Talk to you later. All right, as my co-host goes to, I don't know what he's doing. I guess I assume we're going to talk a little Yanks. Uh, Other than the Yanks, though, big, big series coming up this weekend. Oakland traveling to Toronto. It's a big three-gamer. And and then you got the Dodgers and the Giants, both with identical best records in baseball. Uh, So that'll be exciting. I was just breaking down a couple big series in baseball this coming upcoming weekend. Nice. What do you got? Oakland, Oakland, Toronto. Yeah. A little wild card battle. Toronto, a couple couple games tra- you know behind Oakland trailing them mm-hmm. and then uh, Dodgers Giants identical best records in baseball all right three gamer in San Fran man I, that season, was the extent of the breakdown right there the late season Dodgers Giants is fun oh yeah I think it's the final time they play this year too so it's a big one absolutely well waiting on one name for the keeper 
Not gonna release. No, it's not the Greek, is it? No. No, he gave it. You were there when he gave it. Oh, Jerry Judy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. So we're. Oh, you should have. You should have like released who we were waiting on. I did. I, I didn't. I forgot to check the list. So before I can release it, I gotta get his. Uh, get his okay. We should give the, we should we should give a couple of nicknames out tonight for this uh, for our league. If any of them stick, they stick. There's gonna have like a Drambuie John in there somewhere. Um. Yeah, I mean, it depends what you're going for. You, you know, there's, there's a lot of lot of ways. I, I've never I've never been a nickname guy. I don't know if I've ever given anyone a nickname. No, never. Maybe. Uh, I don't think so. You got to really like someone to give them a nickname. Unless you hate them. That's you can also hate someone to give them a nickname, I guess, too. Much different kind of nickname. <laughs> <laughs> got a few of those. What about our host tomorrow? Let's start with him. An easy one. Cancel. He already, he already has one. There you go. We got that. See, you gave that nickname. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> stick, though. <laughs> Should we start looking for somewhere else to draft? Yeah, maybe. We, we, <laughs> we might need a backup. I will t- I'll tell you. I might as well tell you. I just texted him. It's your brother. Really? Yep. Youngest brother. Oh. All right, I, all right. I'll stick in. I'll stick in the other one because I was gonna say he gave me his keeper for the league that he's in that I run. That's not even due yet. <laughs> so that would have been wow. Yeah, I, I would shame him in the group chat. Let him, let them, let everyone know who's holding it up. So I, I've, I think I've always released it on like mi- at midnight. Night before the draft, I think I always, I've always. Done oh, is that right? Little ritual, yeah. I released mine early today in my league, day early, per request. Who, who would request that? People that already had their keepers in for like a week. Oh, fair enough. I was like, I was like, once I get them all, I'll uh, release them. I ended up getting them a day early. All right. Well, let's get it going then. Oh, man, if Thursday night, first first week of school, second week of school, third week of school, no way he's getting back. Well, what? yeah. I mean that, that. Yeah, it's still he had all he had all kinds of time to get you the keeper. Oh yeah, no, it's not him. What um? Now what happens now? What are you gonna? Yeah, I don't know what happens. Does he not get a keeper? Or do I pick a keeper for him? We may have to, we may have to take this to kangaroo court. We may have to we may have to have a hearing tomorrow at the draft and see what happens. I can't even look at his team to see who he would have like who he should keep. Do you have like a couple of guys? I'm not, I don't don't say him out loud. 
But do you, do you have a couple guys that you assume he would keep? Are there a couple slam dunks on there? Probably not. I gotta see. It's our league. I gotta go through and see when he was drafted. All that shit. So that's pain in the ass. Let's see. Where was he? Oh, what the fuck was his team name last year? I don't know. The rookie or something. That was not what it was. <laughs> uh, see, I don't know why these guys were drafted. There's no way these guys are. There's, yeah, there's no way these guys were not drafted. Yeah, I don't know what happens. This Dunsky. We've never had this happen. We've never had anyone not get their keeper in. Yeah. One, two, three, five, six, seven. People were getting abused in my league today, and the draft isn't until Tuesday. I, I actually started the shaming probably because I texted people on Monday. I was like, look. Preseason games are over. Like, get your shit together. Get me the keeper. Because <laughs> I understand you don't want to. You don't want to lock in. I mean, I'll let someone change if there's an injury. But of course, like yeah. you can't. You don't want to lock in when there's two preseason games left. It's like yeah. a bad omen. You know, you jumped the gun. Yeah, you don't have to. But like, once the preseason games are over, I know practice injuries happen in practice, but still. Uh, yeah, I'm at, I'm at a loss here. I don't know what to do. Yeah, did you text our group chat? I don't have my phone on me. I did. You know, the fucking Cleveland Indians are going to fuck me. That's never good. Sorry, Guardians. Well, I guess the Indians for only 30 games. <clears throat> I got him as an under, and the, the, the division is just going to bury him. I mean, the Royals, I don't know. My over-unders are, so, are, like, all up in the air. It's crazy. Well, Minnesota may have just backdoored a little backdoor cover. Five and a half minutes left, though. Plenty of time for Ohio State to put another one in. Something about Ohio State over the years that I've grown to kind of dislike. And ironically, back in, I think it was 2002, the Maurice Claret Ohio State team, I rooted like hell for that team to win it all against Miami. Ken, Ken Dorsey. Maurice Claret, still with one of the most gruesome injuries I saw in that title game. I think that was 02. Something about Ohio State that was kind of rubbing. I don't know. Urban Meyer. I didn't like Urban Meyer, which is kind of like I want to like Trevor Lawrence, but I, I don't. I don't know. Urban, I don't like Urban Meyer. Something about that guy. College coach, used car salesman. I think that's probably it. Plus, he's like faked all kinds of health injuries or health. Or maybe he has real health scares, but like I don't know. Can't like jump around from job to job and then. Like, oh, I'm leaving because of my health, and then you come back and coach the Jaguars. It doesn't really make sense. Is that what happened? He was – he kind of just faked it so he can get out of <laughs> I don't think he faked it, but I don't know. He, the guy who has always looked like he's going to pass out on the sidelines, always grabbing <laughs> his knees and shit. 
but I don't know. It just seems – although I, I would think being a pro coach in football and basketball, I don't want to say less stressful because, I mean, you know, you, you last like three, four years usually when you're a pro coach. But is it a little less a, – a little – a little less stress on the body because you're not tra- you're not recruiting. I mean, I guess when you're a college coach, you have a lot of guys recruiting for you. But like a college coach feels like you're just you're grinding three sixty five, man, twenty four seven. You're always looking for the next guy to bring in. But aren't the best People- coaches in the NFL kind of self abusive though? Don't they make themselves do that? Don't they force themselves to kind of be? A 365 guy? Yeah, I mean, but I think it's not as much travel, though, right? When you're, when you're, uh, sure when you're a recruit, pro coach? If you're not recruiting, yeah, you're not driving around, but I don't know. Recruiting just seems, like, awful. I mean, if you're a Coach K, it's probably fucking easy. It's Duke. Yeah. You know, you're Carolina. I mean, how much recruiting do you have to do? It's like, we're yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. But if you're, like, Texas A&M, and, like, you're battling with, like, five other schools in Texas and you're trying to bring someone in. That just seems like such a grind, man. Just got to – it has to wear yeah. that why yeah. college coaches get sick? Don't, don't college coaches tend to get sick? They're all, they all get fucked up, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's fucking stress on the body. I think that – yeah, I don't know if it's a worse stress, but you might, you might be on something there. Because you're right. I mean, you're you're ba- you're basically re- in charge of rebuilding your team year in and year out. Oh, right. There's no like, all right, Belichick's great and everything, but he had Brady for 20 years. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you got to. Oh, and Ohio him. State just put one in first. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, but it, yeah, it's, it's definitely different. But then again, you could say the opposite like if you're constantly looking for that tom brady for 20 years then mm-hmm. yeah mm, almost at that about or were you going to release to keep it on the show and then this kind of uh no i was going to send i admit that i was going to send the uh send the text with the list. So do you send them out to everybody except him, maybe? Is that the way to go? Uh, yeah, that's actually – that's a perfect idea. I think that's the way it's got to exactly, – that's, that's exactly what I'll do. It's a good call. This is kind of a pain in the ass. I got to do another group chat. <laughs> yeah. But that's – you know, that comes with the territory. That's what I'll do. All right. Well, 40 minutes. Countdown yeah, it's probably, probably not going to happen, but it's all right. Just send them to the new, new group chat. Just a one-off. I just mean, tell people, like, here's the keepers. This is why there's a new group chat. Night, just go back to the old group chat now to shame. Yes. Shame the, shame the person who screwed this up. Exactly. Hey, my expansion, my expansion guy handled his business. Yeah, 
he procrastinated too, but he did get it. He still got it in plenty of time. I had to, I had to chase him though. That's the thing. I wasn't chasing. You had to chase him? No, I didn't have to. No, he came to oh, me. You didn't have to. No, right. no, no. That's um that goes a long way. Me and I, I think it's key. I think his keeper might be awful too. That goes without saying. <laughs> we, we were expecting that. I'm hoping at least. Who is the Broncos quarterback? I'll save it for the NFL show. Drew Locke. Oh, is it really still Drew Locke? Or uh, I don't know who the second guy might be. I don't know. I'll save it for Monday show because I still won't know who the Broncos quarterback is Monday. How much of the Broncos are going to know who their quarterback is on Monday? <laughs> that might be a week-to-week situation. Yeah, I don't know if John Elway knows who quarterback. He's he's had a bad. <laughs> it's embarrassingly bad. I mean, it's hey, man, hey, man, hey, man, he got that. You know, that's how he got that. Bailed him got out. The ring. Bailed him out. I could see him definitely going after Watson. I mean, what do you got to lose, man? Yeah, when you're the Broncos, seriously, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Broncos are tough. That's a tough one. Uh, so we're your first draft tomorrow then, huh? First draft. All right. Next one is Tuesday night. That's it. Let's see. Well, good shit. All right. Let me get this out, man. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Dram- right. Drambuie in hand. You bring the scotch. I'm in the Drambuie. <laughs> you got it. All right. Later. Later.